araw ay may dalang mga posibilidad. Nang tagumpay o kabiguan, nang ligaya o lungkot. Kaya marapat lamang natanggapin si Yesu Kristo bilang tagapagligtas at Panginoon. At matapos yon ay panariwain ang katapatan at paglapit sa Kanya bawat araw o day by day. Ang day by day ay naglalayong umalalay sa pang-araw-araw na pamumuhay kristyano.
Narito po si Pastor Ed Lapiz sa Mensaheng Pinamagatang. The Way to the Upper Room The so-called Lord's Supper happened in an upper room, or many people call it the upper room. Yun pong upper room ay isang lugar na kadalasan ay nasa malalaking bahay, mga bahay na mga maikaya, kung saan, kung may mga panauhin, doon nila pinatutulog. It is also a room for prayer, for special activities, and even for socialization. Now, the upper room is a place that the Lord promised His disciples He promised the disciples that they would find that upper room. And that upper room can now symbolize many good things that the Lord promises. Especially the realization of God's will in our lives. Sa atin po ngayong pagbabalik tanaw sa nakaraan na parang tinatawag natin ngayon na Lord's Supper. Na talagang isang malaking uh, introduction sa mga nangyari sa tinatawag din nating Holy Week. Ang pag-aaral natin pinamagatang The Way to the Upper Room. Ang daan patungo dito sa special na silid na ito. Aming Diyos, kami napasasalamat sapagkat uh, muli ay meron na naman kami pagkakataon na sariwain ang mga naganap. Ang mga nangyari nung mga panahon Panginoon na kayo ay uh, namatay para sa amin. Salamat Panginoon sa katotohanan na kami may buhay na walang hanggan dahil sa kamatayan ng iyong anak na si Jesus. Sa sandaling ito, sa pagsariwa namin ng mga naganap, nawa, Panginoon, ay turuan niyo kami ng mga bagong katuroan. As we uh, refresh our memory on those beautiful things that happened, those things that have direct bearing on our salvation, we pray, Lord, that you're going to give us fresh insights into an old story. We pray that you may be our teacher, O God. Please be our speaker. Use your servant only as your tool, only as your foot's tool. And lift up only your name. Protect us, Lord, from lies, from falsehood. Protect us from ignorance. Protect us from our lack of scholarship. And we pray that you will be our teacher. Open our eyes, open our ears. Teach us your wonderful truth. As we are gathered under your holy protection, O God, we pray that you may protect our whole country from works of evil men and evil spirits. And that you may protect our loved ones who are not with us right now. Lord, may your peace reign in our hearts. Nagawa ay kami maging mapayapa, maging matahimik, at nasa ganun walang maging sagabal na marinig namin ng iyong munting tinig. Mangusap po kayong may kapangyarihan at ang salita nyo na maging pagkain at kalakasan at liwanag ng aming buhay. Kayo po ang siyang masunod. Let your will be done. We have assembled, O Lord, to hear your word, to let you do your will, and we surrender to that will now. In the name of Jesus, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. The way to the upper room. Ang background po nito ay ang paghanda para sa Passover meal na nung lumaon ay tinawag nating Lord's Supper. Mark 14, 12-16. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, when it was customary to sacrifice the Passover lamb, Jesus' disciples asked Him, Where do you want us to go and make preparations for you to eat the Passover? So He sent two of His disciples, telling them, Go into the city. A man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him. Say to the owner of the house he enters. The teacher asks, Where is my guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large upper room, furnished and ready. 
make preparations for us there. The disciples left, went into the city, and found things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared the Passover. At nawa ay pagpalain tayo ng Panginoon sa pagbasa ng mga salitang ito. So ito po ay pistanong tinapay na walang labedura. It was the Feast of the Unleavened Bread. At ito po ay isang pag-alala doon sa panahon na ang bayan ng Israel ay pinalaya ng Diyos mula sa Egypto At napaka-short notice noon, bigla-biglaan ng alis. Kaya bago sila maglakbay, in what a journey would become 40-year exodus, eh hindi naman nila alam na gaganong kahaba yon sila ay pinakain muna ng Panginoon na isang full meal bago sila umili sa Egypt. At dahil sa pagmamadali ay hindi na nakuhang magpaalsa ng tinapay, wala na lamang na pagpapaalsa kaya matigasyon and unleavened. And of course, it memorializes their affliction in Egypt and then they had to live in haste and there was no time to really bake the bread fully. At pagkatapos po, ang kaakibat niyan, kasama ng pistang ito, is the Passover lamb. Sapagat alam natin na ang Panginoon ay nag-utos na kayo ay kumatay ng isang lamb. Bawat pamilya, isa ang kakatayin, kakain kayo, dahil matagal-tagal pala silang hindi makakakain ng ganitong kasarap na pagkain. At kung maliit ang pamilya, maaari silang tumawag ng iba para sumalo sa pagkain ng pagkain ito. At kung titingnan po natin ang spiritual meaning niyan, the sacrificial lamb whose death saves many, pointed to Jesus. Namatay yung lamb, maraming nakakain dahil may namatay, may nabuhay. At pagkatapos sa tinatawag nating Lord's Supper, ang Panginoon ang nagsabing, ito ang katawan ko, kainin nyo, ito ang dugo ko, inumin nyo. In other words, He's saying, ang totoo, ako yung sacrificial lamb. Sapagat ngayon, kung nung araw ay pinapatay nyo yung lamb lamang, ngayon, the true lamb, capital L, lamb, ang papatayin para sa inyong kaligtasan. Kaya yung Passover meal, which was central to uh, that culture, no? lagi nilang inaalala at binabalik-balikan, ano-ano po ba ang mga ingredients niyan? Meron ngang unleavened bread, may mga papapait na mga gulay, bitter herbs, roasted lamb, at minamadaling kainin, dapat walang tira, kaya kakainin nilang lahat. At ang spiritual meaning siyempre niyan, sapagkat hindi sila dapat magtagal na sa Egypto, kailangan na silang umalis sa slavery, physical and spiritual slavery, sapagkat sila magiging malaya na. At magiging malaya sila dahil pagdaan ng kamatayan sa bawat kalye, lalampasan, liligtangan ng kamatayan yung mga pinto na merong uh, nakakulapol na dugo nung lamb na kanilang pinatay. Kaya pag nakita ng angel of death yung dugo na yon lalampas at hindi papasok sa loob ng bahay, hindi mamamatay yung mga tao doon. Kaya ganun din naman, pag dumating ang paghuhukom, pag dumating ang judgment, dumating ang angel of death, pag nakita niya naman tayo na merong dugo ni Kristo, na bahiran, na linisan, na hugasan ng dugo ni Kristo, lalampasan din tayo sapagkat meron ng namatay para sa atin, yun yung lamb. This is the importance of the tradition that they were observing at that time. Kaya naman ang inyong lingkod with feelings nagpula pa para talagang feel na feel natin yung blood of the Lamb. Kaya nakikita natin na mahalaga yung mga symbols, mahalaga yung paggunita sa mga bagay-bagay. At kaya tayo naglagay pa ng mga palaspas sapagkat talaga namang sinalubong ng Israel ang Panginoon na may mga iwinawagayway na mga dahon. Kaya lang admittedly, mas maganda mga palaspas natin kesa sa mga ipinangsalubong sa Kanya. Na kaya nakikita po na dahil may panahon pa tayong ayusin, yung mga Israelites na nagmamadali lang, humila-hila lang ng mga sanga-sanga at 
naglagay ng mga dahon-dahon sa kadadaanan ng Panginoon. Simbol po yun na hinahangaan nila yung dadaan, parang isang hari, isang maharlika ang dadaan, kaya nila ginagawa ang ganong pagsalubong. Yun ang background. Now let's talk about the way to the upper room. Malapit na ang pistang ito at sabi ng Panginoon, o saan tayo pupunta? Nagtanong-tanong sa kanyang-kanyang mga disipulo, Panginoon, sabihin niyo po, saan niyo po ba gusto kaming magpunta at maghanap ng lugar kung saan tayo magdaraos ng pista na ito? So what is the way to the upper room? Anong sabi ng Panginoon? Pumunta kayo doon, gawin niyo to, gawin niyo yan. At natagpuan nila yung upper room na yon. Ang unang hakbang, of course, if you want to find the upper room, is following Jesus. But following Jesus can be costly. It can mean leaving the world behind. Because not the whole world likes to follow Jesus. Pansinin niyo po that the disciples were not even with their families and they were not even thinking of their families that time, that very special time. Usually, ang mga magkakamaganak, ang pamipamilya ay magkakasama, buong-buo, dahil meron silang pagpipista. Subalit, ang mga disipulo ay sakripisyo ang kanilang buhay in the sense that they turned their backs on many social responsibilities to be with the Lord. So the Lord's disciples were not even with their families at this very special time, but they were with Him. Sabi ng Panginoon sa Matthew 19:29, And everyone who has left houses, or brothers, or sisters, or father, or mother, or children, or fields, for my sake, will receive a hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life. It doesn't follow automatically that when we are with the Lord, we're going to abandon our duties, our family, our fields, our business, our enterprise. But there are moments in time when we really have to make that choice. And it is our prayer that the people of God will always make the right choice if such a choice has to be made. Dumarating ang panahon na pumipili talaga tayo kung anong paglilingkuran natin, tao o Diyos. Sinong kakasamahin natin at yung piling ng tao o yung piling ng Diyos. Sinong mas gusto nating magkaroon ng kaluguran, ang tao o ang Diyos. Anong uunahin natin? Hanap buhay, yung field, yung pagsasaka, yung negosyo o yung ministry. Hindi laging hinihingi na pagpilian yan dahil pwedeng sabay. Pero may mga mangilang-gilang pagkakataon na kailangan ng kabayanihan na wa, lahat tayo alam natin kung alin at sino ang dapat talagang inuuna sa buhay na ito. Of course, another way to uh, the upper room is seeking the Lord's instruction. Nakita natin, following Jesus. But first, how can you follow when you do not seek the Lord's instruction? So they asked Him, where do you want us to go? And of course, certainly, what really made it happen was obeying when instructed, obeying when sent. Sa paghahanap po nila nung upper room na yon, sapagat hindi nila alam kung nasaan at saan sila pupunta, sila ay nagtanong, sila ay sumunod. Now, two disciples were sent into the city. Interestingly, the Lord gave a very quaint instruction. Sabi niya, you will find a man carrying a jar of water. Now, that was very strange. Because in the culture of Israel, it was women who carried the water. It was women who brought jars with them to fetch water. Kaya yung woman at the well, etc., etc. Wala pa kayong nakita na picture at wala pa kayong makikita ang art depiction ng lalaking may sunong-sunong na banga at umiigib ng tubig. Sa atin sa Pilipinas, lalaki at babae parehong gumagawa niyan. Pero sa Israel, babae ang gumagawa nun. So, this obedience was very interesting in the sense that the Lord said, you're going to find a man carrying a jar of water. Immediately, if you didn't want to be obedient, you would say, a man carrying a jar of water is something not wrong with that. Parang mali. Lalaki na may daladalang banga, 
iigib ng tubig. At pagkatapos ng pagsunod pa, susundin mo pa yon. Sabi, pag nakakita kayo ng lalaking may daladalang jar of water, sundan nyo at kung saan man bahay sa pumasok, pumasok din kayo. In other words, it was difficult to follow that instruction because it was strange. But nevertheless, it also was easy because it was so easy to spot a man carrying a jar of water because he was probably the only one doing that. Kaya maganda yung instruction ng Panginoon, hindi sila maliligaw. And then, of course, they had to be obedient to enter the stranger's house. Hindi lang sila sumunod sa isang kakaibang tao, sumunod pa sila hanggang loob ng bahay na sinuot nun. At yung amo nun na nasa loob, sasabihan pa nila na ipinapatanong po ng aming Panginoon kung uh, nasaan ang kwartong aming uh, gaganap, pagkaganapan ng aming pista. So you're going to ask a stranger for a favor. But because they were willing to go through all that, they found the upper room. Let's fast forward to today and talk about the way to today's and to our upper rooms. Akala nyo ba, wala ng upper room ngayon, meron pa. Because what is particularly and physically and materially true in Scripture can now become a universal symbol of truths, of realities that can be particularized in our own time and space. Ano po ba yung posibleng mga equivalent ng today's upper room? Well, the Lord's will, the Lord's revelations, the Lord's work, the Lord's blessing. Paano natin mararating yun? Yung fulfillment of God's will and promise and possibly the entry point to glory. Yan po ang pwedeng mga upper room natin ngayon. Yung mga gusto ng Panginoong maganap sa ating buhay. So tatanungin natin, saan po ba ako pupunta? Ano bang dapat kong gawin para mangyari ang gusto niyong mangyari? Makarating ako sa dapat kong marating at magawa natin ang dapat nating magawa, Panginoon. Meron pa rin mga upper rooms ngayon, hindi na lang ngayon lugar, it is now a place in the heart. And just as it was true then, it is still true now, the way to today's upper rooms is following Jesus. Where do you want us to go, O Lord? Instead of, where do I want to go? This is where I want to go. Marami pong mga tao hindi nakakarating sa kanilang upper room, hindi natutupad ang mga pangako ng Diyos, hindi nangyayari ang kalooban ng Panginoon kasi ang hinahanap nila yung gusto nilang puntahan at hindi yung pinapapuntahan sa kanila ng Panginoon. So, the way to today's upper room still following Jesus instead of self. Galatians 2.20 I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. But Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. Tony, Tony. No, Tony doesn't live here anymore. This is Jesus living in this body. I no longer live, but it is Christ who lives in me. If Christ died for us, is it too much to allow Him to live in us? To live through us? To speak through our mouths? To work through our hands, to travel through our feet. Sabi niya, hindi na ako ito, ang Panginoon na. Dapat nga nasa impyerno ako. So sinagip niya ako sa impyerno, namatay siya para ako isagip. So ano naman na hayaan ko siyang mabuhay dito sa aking katawan. That's why our bodies become the temple of the Holy Spirit. You want to find your upper room, whatever it is now, it's not where you want to go, but it's where Jesus directs you to go. So it is following Jesus and not self. Romans 6.13 Do not offer the parts of your body to sin as instruments of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and offer the parts of your body to Him as instruments of righteousness. 
Ang buong katawan ni Jesus ay namatay para sa atin. Hindi lang namatay ang kanyang kuko, hindi lang namatay ang kanyang buhok, hindi lang namatay ang kanyang daliri. Namatay ang buong katawan. Is it too much that we offer parts of our body to Him to be extensions of His ministry? Christ died for us. The only logical thing for us to do is to let Him live in us and through us. Pero maraming ganun, hindi nangyayari. Hindi nakikita yung upper room, yung mga pangako ng Diyos, hindi natutupad. Ang mga dapat mangyari, hindi nangyayari. Kasi, hindi sumusunod ang paa kung saan pinapapunta ni Jesus. Hindi sumusunod ang mata kung saan pinapatitig ng Panginoon. Kung saan-saan tumititig. Kumisan tititig ka sa tukso, so natukso ka. Kumisan tititig ka doon sa nakakainis, sa nakakagalit, so mawawalan ka ng gana kahit sa iyong ministry, kahit sa iyong paglilingkod. Kaya ang sabi sa Bible, fix your eyes on Jesus. The author, the perfecter of our faith. Mahalagang makita natin na sa Panginoon tayo tititig. The parts of our body must be surrendered to the prodding and leading of the Holy Spirit. Ano pa po ang paraan? Following Jesus instead of others. Instead of the world. Meron nga, hindi naman sarili ang sinunod. Very sacrificing. Pero ang sinusunod pala, kapwa-tao lang. Especially tao na merong mali at masamang impluensya sa kanya. Galatians 1.10, If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. Kung ang laman pa lang ng aking isip ay paglingkuran ng tao, pasayahin ng tao, bigyan ng kaluguran ng mga taong nakapaligid sa akin, and to seek man's approval, I cannot be a servant of Christ. I will not be a servant of Christ. Kasi eh, meron tayong ibang amo, meron tayong ibang sinusunod. Kaya po sa pagbubulay-bulay natin ito, mahalagang naisip din natin, sino po bang amon nyo? Sino ba talagang amon natin? Sino ba talagang ating audience? Alam nyo po ang mga bata, madaling malaman kung sinong audience eh. Magulang nila, Mami, mami, tumutulay ako sa alambre. Diba? Mami, mami, tumumedala akong ahas. Daddy, daddy, tingnan mo, kaya ko ng lumangoy. Ipinapakita mo lagi siya ang gusto mong matuwa, yung approval niya ang yung hinahanap. And then, paglaki-laki ng bata, kung sino-sino na ang nagiging amo, yung mga kabarkada na, kung ano sinabi ng kabarkada, para matuwa ang mga kabarkada, yun na ang gagawin, kahit kumisan, mali. At pag na-inlove pa, ano na ngayon ang amo mo, yung ito ngayong romantic object ng yung affection. At kung sino-sino na ang nagiging amo natin, kung minsan pera, kung minsan pangarap, kung minsan pride, Kaya ang napakahalaga daw, hindi lang tayo men-pleasers, but God-pleasers. It is important to put that in place, to find your upper room. And of course, just like those disciples, the way to our upper rooms now is seeking the Lord's instruction. Through prayer, through inner conviction, a conscience that is for all the time being purged and purified by the Holy Spirit. Through the Word of God, the Bible, and through godly counsel. Bago tayo kumilos, bago tayo magdesisyon, bago tayo tumakbo, nananalangin muna, nagtatanong muna sa Diyos, Lord, ito po ba ang gusto nyo? Bago umoo sa isang business proposal, nananalangin muna, Lord, this is the direction you want me to take to go to my upper room. In that case, my upper room is my business plan or my business goal. Ito po ba? Bago mo tuloy ang ihulog ang loob sa pag-ibig, Lord, ito po ba ang will nyo para sa akin? O nakakakita ba ako ng mga senyales na hindi ito dapat? Bago makipag-business partnership, 
Bago magpasya, bibiling ko ito, gagawin ko yon. Nagtatanong ba tayo sa Diyos? Nananalangin, humihingi ng payo ng mga makadyos ng mga tao sa ating paligid. Psalm 119, 105, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Eh yung iba naman, yung salitangan ng Diyos ay eh, lamp para sa kanila, pero lamp na napakalayo. Nakakita na ba kayo ng ilaw na pagkalayo-layo? Matitisod pa rin kayo, magkakamali pa rin kayo kasi malayo eh. Kaya sabi, lamp to my feet, light for my path. Ilalapit natin sa buhay natin yung salita ng Diyos. Ia-apply natin sa pang-araw-araw na desisyon hanggang sa mga maliliit na hakbang. Pupunta ba ako ngayon sa Kabuyaw, Laguna? Ito ba ang uunahin kong gagawin? Sabi, your word is a lamp to my feet. Yung immediate step that I will take can be helped by the light of your word. So every small step, every immediate step, we pray for. Hindi naman siguro kailangan kayong manalangin. O ba't ang tagal lang nananalangin ng mami mo, nananalangin po kung isusot kayong pula o green. Hindi naman siguro ganun. Pero yung mga desisyon, lalo na, na mahalaga, na may sasangkot ang mga ibang tao, maari tayong mapahamak, kailangan ipinag Darasala mabuti. 1 Kings 22.7 But Jehoshaphat asked, Is it there not a prophet of the Lord here whom we can inquire of? So what we see here is a very distinguished man, very prominent, looking for a prophet para humingi ng payo. Mahalaga na nagtatanong, Ano ba kaya ang kalooban ng Diyos? Ito kaya ang mabuti para sa akin? Kasi kadalasan pagka po tayo ay masyadong emotionally involved with an issue or there's something that we really personally like, our judgment is clouded. Hindi nagiging malinaw kasi meron tayong personal vested interest. Kaya nung si Solomon ay ginawang hari ng Diyos, anong hiningi niya? 2 Chronicles 1.10 Give me wisdom and knowledge that I may lead these people for who is able to govern this great people of yours. In other words, Solomon was saying, Give me knowledge so that I can obey you. So I will know your will because I know that if I do what your will is, then I will be able to govern well. This is in obedience to the Lord. Which of course brings us to the third step to our upper room. Obeying the Lord's instructions. First of all, we've got to know the instructions. And then it's not enough to know. We've got to obey those instructions. In spite of the jar-carrying man, kung minsan, dahil parang strange, kakaiba, jar-carrying man, we think that we have an excuse not to obey anymore because it's strange. And sure enough, we will find some strange things about some of God's commands. But that did not deter the two disciples to obey the instruction anyway. Look for a jar-carrying man. So the jar-carrying man can make it difficult or easy for us to obey God. Minsan may ipinapagawa sa atin ng Diyos sa parang kakaiba. Parang it doesn't feel right. So when you doubt God, doubt yourself instead. When we doubt the correctness of God, we should doubt our scholarship instead. And if you were the man assigned to carry the jar, just do it. Step out of the box to do God's will. Step out of the box to obey God's leading. Sasabihin siguro nung na-assign na lalaki, o ito, sunungin mo itong palayok na may tubig. Lord naman, di ba pababae at trabaho na yan? Eh, kung babae in-assign ko dyan, eh di hindi nila nakilala dahil lahat ng babae may sunog na palayok. Kaya halika dito, macho man, ikaw magsunog ng palayok na ito para yung maghahanap sa'yo, makita ka agad. There are times when the Lord asks us to do something out of our usual routine 
sometimes out of our character. Eh ano naman yun? Ano namang nawala sa yung puri kung nagdala ka ng palayok na may tubig? In serving God, we must be willing to go out of boxes. In pleasing God, in searching for His will. For instance, Mary got out of the box. You know, Martha was uh, not just complaining about Mary not helping her in the kitchen. I think that there's a deeper story here. Because in the Middle East, in fact, up to now, there are two living rooms, there are two receiving rooms, at least if you had a bigger house. Because you receive the male visitors in one room and the female visitors in another. Go back 2,000 years, more or less, then the people are more conservative. Their life are more structured by tradition and by social convention. And there is this Mary seated among the men, listening to the Lord preach and teach. So Martha went to her correct place according to her value system, which was the kitchen. And she was offended not only that Mary was not helping her, but that Mary, a woman, was sitting among the men. Parang sabi niya, Lord, kababaing tao niyan eh, nakatumpok sa mga lalaki. Di ba hanggang ngayon po, kahit may mga family reunion, may mga social gatherings, kandalasan, eto lahat yung mga lalaki, eto yung mga babae, tumpok-tumpok. Tapos eto yung Mary, nakasalampak sa sahig doon sa paanan ng Panginoon at nakikipag-aralan ng mga sinasabi ng Panginoon, parang mali. Pero nung sinabi ni Martha, Lord, yung kapatid ko, hindi ba hindi mo sabihang pumata sa kusina? Ano po sabi ni Lord? Ang pinili niya, higit na mainam. Hindi yan. Aalisin sa kanya ang karapatan na yan. Hayaan mo siya dyan. So even Mary, sabi sa Luke 10.42, has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. That's what the Lord said. Ngayon, kung ikaw yung babaeng, nagpapakababae lang lagi, hindi ka magiging Mary, lagi kang nandun sa kusina, hindi ka matututo. Because there are social rules that are not necessarily moral law. Tao lang yung may sabing dapat ganitong behavior mo, dapat ganun, hindi naman Diyos ang may sabi, tao lang. At yung ganong mga structures, yung ganong mga kulungan, dapat handa tayong labasan yon at takasan yon kung tinatawag tayo ng Panginoon sa paglilingkod. And because of obedience, what did the disciples find? They obeyed to go out, they obeyed to look for a strange man carrying a jar, and even follow him and even do a more strange thing, and that was to go into a house of a stranger and ask that stranger, where is the room in your house where we can go? But because they were willing, they found, according to Scripture, a large room. Not a small room, a large room. And what kind of room? They found a large upper room, not a basement room. Alam niyo po sa Israel noon, yung ground floor, that's where the animals stayed. Then usually, parang merong entresuelo, mataas-taas ng konti. That's where the people stayed. And then there's an upper room, the special room reserved for guests. At maaring sila, Mary, nung ipinanganak ang Panginoon, napalagay doon sa baba. Kung nasan yung mga hayop, kasi nasa loob din ng bahay nila yung mga hayop eh. Hindi naman nasa labas yan, kasama nila doon sa loob ng bahay nila, lalo kong winter, lalo kong uh, uh, mga panahon na may mga panganib. Nandun. So, hindi lang siya inilagay doon sa ground floor, hindi lang sila inilagay doon sa mezzanine, where the family usually stays, but they were brought to the upper room. And what did they find? A large upper room which was furnished. Hindi na nila kailangan magdala ng mga dulang, mga unan-unan na pwedeng sandalan pagka umupo ka sa sahig para kumain. Hindi na sila kailangan magdala ng mga tupperware o mga styropor 
na mga baso at mga kainan that it was furnished. And what else? That it was ready. You see, when the Lord directs you, the Lord directs you to find a large upper room that is furnished and ready. But mostly in our lives, we have to make do with small basement dark rooms that are not furnished or only semi-furnished and are not even ready for us because we do it our own way. We go our own way. The Lord's will is that we will have a good life. Why do you think that God created man for a man to have a good life? It's not the intention of the Lord that we would be miserable, that we will not be able to eat well and live well. The resources of the planet is more than enough for all people. But why are, uh, is not everyone enjoying life? Because many people are looking for their upper rooms their own way, in their own time, in their own style. Itinakda ng Panginoon ng maraming bagay para sa atin. Itinakda ng Panginoon na magkakaroon tayong buhay na maayos, mapayapa, masagana. Subalit, hindi yun nagaganap dahil hindi natin siya laging tinatanong kung saan, natin, saan, siya, saan niya tayo gustong pumunta. Lumalakad na lang tayo ng atin lang. At kumisan, hindi lang tayo nakukulang magtanong, sinabihan na nga tayo kung saan pupunta, sinusuway pa natin. Kaya hindi natin natatagpuan yung upper room na yan. So, this story tells us many important things. Obey God. Seek God's will. And if you were the owner of the upper room, just listen to God's leading, recognize God's sent messengers, and open your house to the Lord's men and women. Open your house to the Lord. Marami nag-cooperate para po mangyari itong tinatawag natin na Lord's Supper eh. Nag-cooperate yung mga disciples na sumunod sa instruction. Nag-cooperate yung lalaki na sumunong ng palayok. At nag-cooperate yung may-ari ng bahay na ipagamit ang kanyang bahay. Gano'ng karaming magagandang Bible study ang dapat nagaganap sa inyong mga barangay, sa inyong neighborhood, magiging upper room ang inyong bahay, kung binubuksan nyo lang yung bahay nyo para magamit ng Panginoon. Para may mga teachers na makarating doon, buksan ninyo ang bahay, and ready, it is furnished, and people can go and converge in your house to do Bible studies. This house owner allowed the Lord to use his house. At kung totoo po na yung ngayong kinikilala ng mga turista na upper room sa Jerusalem, ay eh yun nga, eh na-immortalize ang bahay niya, na-immortalize ang memory niya, dahil once upon a time, He allowed the Lord and His men to use His house. Do we allow the Lord to use our houses, our farms, our cars, our own body to be His ambassador, to be His spokesperson? The Lord always works this way. He enlists the cooperation of people. It is strange. The Lord likes to honor us. Kayang-kaya naman ng Panginoon na siya na lang ang gumawa ng lahat, pero lagi na lang niya tayong ginagawang kapartner, kasama, to the point that our cooperation is a very important ingredient of the success of such enterprise. Do we cooperate with God o ipinagkakait natin ang ating mga sarili, ang ating mga resources, atin lamang? Then upper room events cannot happen. And we will not be parts of such things even when they happen. So make it large. Make your heart, your body, your resources large, ready, furnished for God's use. Why? Psalm 24 verse 1, The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. Wala tayong pag-aari. 
Napakaganda po ng Tagalog word for property. In Tagalog, you call your property ari-arian. Bakit po ari-arian? Sa Tagalog, pag inulit nyo ang isang salita at dinagdagan nyo ng an sa dulo, ibig sabihin, let's not be serious, hindi yun totoo. Ligaw-ligawan, saing-saingan, bahay-bahayan, baril-barilan, tatay-tatayan, nanay-nanayan, kunwari. Kaya, eto po ang aming ari-arian. Ibig sabihin, let's not be serious, hindi po talaga sa amin. Because we have a culture of sharing, we allow people to use what God entrusts under our care. So para tayo maging selfish, wala tayo sa lugar because we brought nothing into the world and we cannot take anything out of the world. The best thing that can happen to our bodies, to our resources, is for such to become tools of God in the furtherance of His kingdom here on earth and in blessing many people. So ipinapagamit ba natin sa Panginoon ating karunungan, ang ating edukasyon, ang ating training, ang ating skill? Kasi kung hindi, ano, sa inyo lang. Binigyan kayo ng Panginoon ng husay, tapos pang inyo lang. At pagdamatay kayo, hindi nyo naman madadala sa hukay. Sayang, hindi tayo nakatulong sa pagpapalawak ng kaharian ng Diyos. So, the way to, to, to our upper room today is letting God do His wonders through us. Just let yourself be a channel, a tool and a witness to the Lord's wonders. And of course, another way to letting your Lord's Supper happen in your upper room is doing what you practically can. Ang katatapos pong mensahe ni Pastor Ed Lapiz ay pinamagatang The Way to the Upper Room Ang inyo pong narinig ay ang unang bahagi ang ikalawang bahagi ay maririnig sa susunod na pagsasahimpapawid ng programang Day by Day. Fire fall.
oras na po para pansamantalang magpaalam ang programang Day by Day. Tayo po'y magsama-sama mula lunes hanggang biyernes. Magandang gabi po at mabuhay ang Panginoong Hesus.